Welcome to the 21st episode of the Poitras Ponderings Podcast. We are glad you chose to join us again this week. This episode, as we are pausing, pondering, and projecting, Jim will be challenging us to go deeper in our relationship with Jesus Christ. We must continually offer our lives as living sacrifices to Him. We need to find that altar of submission on a daily basis. So here is your host, Jim Poitras. This is Jim Poitras with the Poitras Ponderings Podcast, where we pause we ponder, and then we project. I trust that you've been having a great week. I'm not going to ask you how you're doing today, but here's the question. What is God doing in your life today? I think every day for me, I wake up in the morning and head to the church for our morning prayer meeting. And there's a scripture that is usually on my mind and I seem to quote it every day. It's taken from Romans chapter 12, verses number one and two. And the writer says, I beseech you therefore brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is but your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. It's not three types of the will of God, the good, and then the acceptable will of God, and then the perfect will of God. It's combined together so that we'll be able to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I often think of this scripture, and I wonder why in this case, The Apostle Paul is literally begging people to present their bodies as a living sacrifice. One translation of the Bible says, I urge you. Another one says, I plead with you. Another one says, I appeal to you. Another one says, I beg you to offer your lives. Still another one, I encourage you. And then yet another one says, I call upon you. And for those of you that are interested in Hebrew and in Greek, when you study it out that way, the words that he begins with in that chapter, in that verse, I beseech you therefore, brethren, means to call near, to invite or invoke or implore or call for, to to ask that someone would have that type of desire that they're being exhorted, they're being entreated, that the Apostle Paul is literally praying that they will present their bodies, that we will present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. It's a continuous state. We die daily to the flesh. Over and over again on a daily basis, we get up and we crawl onto that altar. Sometimes we drag ourselves onto that altar wherever we're at, whether it's in the hotel room or in the privacy of your own home or your bedroom or in your man cave office downstairs in the basement that's not fully completed yet. 
we drag ourselves upon the altar and we give ourselves as a living sacrifice. For me, Romans chapter 12, verses number one and two, it's like a daily prayer for me. Uh, I would admit that there are some times that I fall off of that altar. It would be very difficult for you to drag me back onto it. You can exhort me. Uh, you can try to encourage me to get back up on that altar, but you can't make that sacrifice for me. It's a living sacrifice that I make for myself. So I just pull myself back onto that altar. I think that some of the best decisions that I have made in my life have taken place at a Pentecostal altar somewhere. Uh, when I came to God and received salvation, uh, repented of my sins, was baptized in Jesus' name, received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That all took place around an altar. Of course, with the baptism, you actually have to get into the tank, but it took place around that altar. I received my call at an altar. I was married to my wife almost 36 years ago at an altar. I dedicated both of my children to the Lord at a Pentecostal altar where we presented ourselves as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto God. And it's just our reasonable service. It's like the least that we can do. So how do you know the will of God for your life? How do I know the will of God for my life? There have been lots of books written on that, lots of sermons preached, lots of lessons taught, as if it's so mysterious. But with Romans chapter 12, verse number one and two, I think that knowing the will of God in your life comes down to like three different things that will result in a fourth thing of you knowing God's will. Number one, you've got to present your body as a living sacrifice. You've got to give yourself as a living sacrifice. Number two, I've got to refuse to be conformed to this world, the patterns of this world, the thinking of this world. So I give myself as a living sacrifice. I refuse to be conformed to this world. Instead, I want to be transformed by the renewing of my mind why do I do that? Why do I present my body as a living sacrifice and refuse to be conformed to the thinking patterns of this world, which is countercultural with the church? Why would I allow myself to be transformed by the renewing of my mind? The reason why those things, those three things happen is because it allows me, those things allow me to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You know, what's the biggest competition to you accomplishing the will of God in your life? It's a four letter word, L-I-F-E. To counteract that, I present my body as a living sacrifice because I know that 20 years from now, I will be more disappointed by the things that I didn't do than by the things that I did. And I don't want to suffer that pain and discipline 
of regret. So I present my body as a living sacrifice. I refuse to be conformed to this world. And I allow myself to be transformed by the renewing of my mind because I want to prove every day what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God for my life. My journey of thousands of miles began about 40 years ago. And I remember back in those days, there was this little chorus that they sang at church. And it simply said this, take it all. Take it all. What this world can offer me, take it all. For 100 years from now, it won't matter anyhow. So what the world offers me, just take it all. Just this week in my Bible reading, I noticed at the, the bottom of one of the chapters that I was reading that the author of the, the notes at the bottom was talking about dedication. And the author said, dedication is the foundation of commitment. Dedication is the foundation of commitment. So without that dedication, we are not going to be able to really offer God anything else. We've got to dedicate ourselves. We've got to be devoted to him because that's the foundation of commitment. So once again, going back to Romans chapter 12, verse number one and two, I've quoted it several times. But here are just a few more things before I close out this podcast episode. First of all, I need to take my body and make sure it's dedicated as a living sacrifice. Secondly, I need to avoid being conformed to this world because I will be transformed by the word of God, that my mind will be renewed. And three, by doing those two things, then I will discover what is God's perfect will for my life. That's what's going to happen. But dedication is the foundation of commitment. Dedication is the foundation of commitment. On my way to board meetings this morning, I listened to a podcast episode from Melinda Poitras and her guest, Landon Gore. And if you've not subscribed to Melinda's podcast, I would encourage you to do just that. Just look up. He said, she said, the one about the books and bros. It's an excellent podcast, and it ministers to me every week. But uh, the guest, Landon Gore, who many of you know, just such a tremendous young evangelist in our movement, that's so in touch with God. But in the podcast that they were doing, uh, Landon was talking about the disciple that Jesus loved. And uh, we also know that when we look at the beginning of the book of Acts, Theophilus, uh, that really means lover of God. Lover of God, I think was the meaning, if my memory serves me correctly. But Landon was talking about the disciple that Jesus loved and talked about how important it was for us to be known before the throne because of our relationship with God. And he spoke about developing a prayer life 
But this is one of the things that I want to kind of leave you with that Landon Gore said in that podcast episode. And I've just been kind of pausing and pondering that several times today. He said, God doesn't always respond to my prayer request, but he does respond to my prayer life. I want to make sure that I have the type of prayer life that God will respond to. Therefore, I'll make sure that every single day that I'll make that personal daily commitment. I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to drag myself onto that altar as a living sacrifice. I'm going to give myself to that because that's my reasonable service. I will be holy and acceptable unto God. And I will refuse to be conformed to this world. But I've made up my mind every single day. I want to be transformed by the renewing of my mind because I've got to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. This is Jim Poitras with the Poitras Ponderings podcast, encouraging you every single day, pause, ponder, concerning your relationship with God and project what God is going to do in your life and ministry. Not tomorrow, but what he's doing today because you've made a personal, dedicated commitment to the Lord. God bless you. The Poitras Ponderings Podcast. Well, another episode has come and gone. Please join us again next week. May your week be blessed. Thank you.